Hi everyone! Um, today we're going to be interviewing Mickey Smith Jr. Uh, with Sammy Miller as well. So we're just going to give him a few seconds to get onto the live. Fantastic. I didn't even know if I could do this. I'm I'm just glad I, I, I figured out the the mystical live section. <laughs> so this is good. It's a win. This is so cool. Yeah, are you awesome. calling from are you at school right now? Where oh, are you yeah, calling we're, from? We're still in school. So like like in any moment uh, they oh. may be calling me for something because that's just I'm just living the dream, man. That's all over the unrehearsed. Place. You never know. <laughs> all right, let's get to it then. Awesome. Um Great to meet you, uh, Mickey. Yeah. So, Krista, I'm a music education and jazz saxophone student in the city right now. Yeah, questions and all, and you, you, you know Sammy. So, most oh, definitely, most definitely. Well, thank y'all for having me. This is a this is a treat to be able to connect with you guys uh, via via the internet, social media, and all that kind of stuff. I love how this this new innovative approach to life brings us together. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what makes, yeah. I think that's what makes playbook so powerful too. This is, this it's different, but that's good. That's what we want in the season. We don't well, want yeah, what we have before. We want the next. Definitely. The best. Let's, let's start. I just want to give a little background, a little background on Mickey or Tristan. You want to give a little background? Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to do that. Um, but today we're here with motivational speaker and 2020 Grammy Music Educator uh, Award winner of the year, Mickey Smith Jr. After his tenure at Maplewood Middle School, Gulfer, LA, he is now the music director at the Green School in Palm Beach. Uh, Mickey is an excellent saxophonist and educator, and we're have him here today. So to start off, I want to ask you the staple playbook question. What are you listening to right now, music-wise? Oh, wow. Okay, so what am I listening to right now? Um, I am listening to, man, some, I'm listening to some, uh, Wayman Tisdale. I, I've been, I've been vibing on some bass Love here it. lately. Uh, I've been listening to some Kirk Whalem. Uh, I love Kirk Whalem. And, and I've been listening to, hold on to your hats, Al Green. Like, I know that came out of nowhere, but I, I like, I like Love that classic it. soul too. So hey. I, I, but who knows? Who knows what tomorrow brings? Yeah. So I just want to say, I, I met Mickey, um, I had the fortune to go down with Playbook to the Kansas Band Director Association Conference. And the first day we were setting up our, our booth there and in walks this like burst of life into the room. And I was like, okay, it seems like I like, I want to, I want to know this guy. And you know, you meet people and you're like, okay, maybe I'll stay in touch. That night I was like, Mickey, would you come bring your horn? Everyone's like, you got to hear Mickey play. You got to hear Mickey play. literally tore, tore the house down like there's not a roof where there used to be where we played that in that room he was incredible and then i had the great fortune to see him present an incredible hour-long uh uh clinic on to all the band directors at this conference and he was talking about this idea of uh establishing the, the culture of your classroom i was wondering 
Mickey, if you could talk a little bit about as someone, you know, you're such an incredible educator. How do you, what do you mean by establishing a culture and how does a band room create a culture? How does an educator create a culture? Yeah, man. You know, I, I, I really do feel like we serve the Witham generation and that's the what's in it for me. You know, and, and when, when people say stuff like, oh, these kids, like, they're just, they're all about what's in it for me. I get excited. Like, I get geeked up because, like, they gave you the template. Like, like, like literally, literally. Okay, if you went out to eat and, some, and you ordered something and the waiter brought you something different, come on, wouldn't you be, wouldn't you be, a, little, you'd be a little perturbed? You're like, dude, I, I asked for this. Why are you bring me the other stuff? Uh -huh. So I look at it like this. No, they don't always do it the way that I would want them to do it. But I always try to take, take time to see who I'm teaching, see who I'm reaching, and then create a menu, a palette that, that feeds whatever their needs and their desires are. I think that's what creating the culture is. And I'll say this too. You know, I think creating the culture is no different than working the room on that stage with your instrument. See, when you're the musician, first you got to know your sound, right? You got you to have control over your sound. And, and I think that we all have a sound. We all have that ability to engage, to educate, to elevate every learner to excellence. Mm. So that significance that you bring that makes your 12 notes different than anybody else's 12 notes, that's, that's, what they're, that's what they're buying into. They're not really joining band. They're not really taking the class. They, they need a relationship with you. They need to see, okay, this is a trusted individual that I can give my greatest currency to, and the currency is time. So you got to set up your sound. Mm. You got to know your stage. You got to set that stage up. We know that musically, we set the floor monitors a certain way. We set the instruments a certain way. We want everything a certain way so we can, we can have our stage presence and, and, and make sure that we emote and do what we need to do. Well, I think the stage is the classroom because I think teaching is a high mm. performance art form. So part of what we do is even, even as simple as the layout of the classroom, how you got everything configured, how you got everything set up. I need home court advantage. So I want to teach, I want to, I want to share, reach educators, let them know it's okay to set up your stage. Why? Because yeah. it's not about your sound. It's not about the stage. It's about engaging the audience. It's about knowing the audience. And who's the audience? The students. So the culture is all those things wrapped up together that allows your lesson not to just be a lesson, but to become an experience that lasts for a lifetime. So that one day we'll say, man, I remember when I was in Mr. Smith's class and they tore the roof off that stuff. Mm, mm. Same way we brought that energy on that stage that yeah, day. Yeah. I think teachers have that ability to bring that energy to a classroom. Everybody at home, are you listening to this? <laughs> Listen to this man. Okay, sorry. Just yeah, to go ahead. That definitely resonates with me a lot. You know, it's about um, creating an inclusive classroom and really meeting all of your students where they need to be met. And that's something that really resonates with me as an educator. And with the educators at NYU, where I go. Um, so in preparation for this interview, because we are all, um, you know, we're very big fans of you, Mickey Smith, and your um, achievements in the education community. So I asked for some questions for them. And here are some of the questions that they want to know from you. What, um, what's your, one of your favorite projects you worked on during your time at the Maplewood Middle School? Oh, favorite projects. Man, there were so many. We did percussion ensemble works uh, that were really cool. And look, I'm, I'm not like the super academic dude, okay? I'm not, I'm not, we're not doing the hinder myth and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, when I say some of the projects we did, it's the ones that really resonated with the kids. Like one of the most significant yeah. things we did involved some buckets. Like we did a, bun, bu a bucket drum thing. But when I tell yeah. you, this thing was like, this thing was like, uh, I mean, like we had some, we had some pretty deep rhythms on this bad boy. Like we were doing mm. some, some intense nice. stuff with like little beginners. 
and it opened up a door for them to continue with music. And so many of those kids went on to get college scholarships in music. Kids that nobody even gave a chance uh, on went went ahead and went from them buckets, went to college off of some buckets. So like mm -hmm. I think about with that, uh, you know, we, we took some trips, we did some different things, but one of the greatest things I, I think we did was created a culture in our community. We had a concert series called Music with a Mission, and we used it as our fundraiser, but we brought in world-class artists. Uh, we're a, we were a small town, so we didn't have a lot of traffic stopping into our town, but because we were between New Orleans and Houston, every so often I was able to grab somebody, you know? They're yeah. like, well, why do we need to come to South? I'm like, because it's the best spot you ain't never heard of. So they stop in South of Louisiana, a little town nobody's ever heard of, and we'd have a one-night-only show, and those kids' minds would be blown seeing the level of talent we brought in and uh, we let the kids grace the stage. That's why what you do resonates with me so much because I see so many elements of things that I've done in the past where I'm like, they get it. It's not mm. about on a concert. It's not about impressing somebody, but it's about impressing upon a child the significance that comes with this incredibly American art form called jazz. Like this is America's music. And I've never met a kid that was properly introduced to jazz that didn't love jazz. Never met one yet. Now sometimes yeah. they don't like it because they didn't get a proper introduction to it. Or it was so academic, they were not in the experience. But the way that you guys break things down, you get it. I watched your session at that same conference, and that's when I fell in love with it. I was like, mm -hmm. this dude gets it. It's, it's, it's putting them in the pool at the kiddie pool level and letting them progress at the level that they're comfortable with and letting them experience a win, a W-I-N, a Wednesday every day, every day, getting that Wednesday with jazz. So. Um, that's the kind of stuff I remember, just put, creating experiences where the kids came first, but they left better. Yeah, definitely. The playbook for sure. Oh, I lost you. We couldn't hear you there. They, didn't call, the jazz, they, they didn't start call the jazz on each police level. Yeah. They didn't call the jazz police. I hear the sirens. <laughs> each level back there at... Um, we uh, the platform really meets them there, and they can you know mute certain tracks, play what they want, start at a certain level, and that um, is definitely what what happens here at Playbook. Um, my second question would be um, a more general question: It's like, why did you choose the age group that you chose um, to teach? Oh, good. So why did I choose the age group? Because they chose me. Like coming out of college, <laughs> I, there's no way there's no way you'd have told me. I'd be teaching middle school and elementary. I was like, there ain't no way. Cause I was the college drum major. You know, I was working the ensembles at the collegiate level. I'm like, I'm gonna come out here with this, this on fire kick butt high school group. We gonna get that Duke Ellington award. You know, like I was just thinking that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And I started student teaching. And the way that we did student teaching back in the day, we had to do both high school and middle school. So you went to middle school one day, next day you went to high school and you just kept alternating. And with every day that passed, there just came this bit greater and greater gap. Like it was obvious, like no disrespect to the high school, but like, I'm really digging this middle school thing. I'm really, I'm, 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 I think you've got to be a little different to teach middle school. I don't think it's for everybody. I think you need to, I think you need to be a little clinical. I'm probably a little clinical. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm all, I'm, I accept it. I'm at peace with it, but I think you got to be a little different. And I love the fact that, that in my experiences with middle school, they start from nothing. And you get to see that beautiful progression from nothing into them walking in that thing. And now fast forward, I got, I, I think close to 20, I don't know, probably like 20 kids that were in my program that are now teachers now, music educators. Wow. 
So wow. to, to get that whole spectrum, it's like, wow, it's, it's such a beautiful thing. So it excites me to think what the next is going to be. So that's, that's why I love, I just love it. Cause it's, it, and you can do so much with middle school. Don't let people fool you. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, like you can, the, the limits are only what they put on themselves. And sometimes what we put on them as educators, you know what I'm saying? So I, I love it. I, and it loves me. Yeah. Well, Mickey, you know, you're such a positive, you have such a, uh, a positive, like, no matter what, you seem to always know, understand how to turn around something that's negative that, you know what, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity. Can you, t like, I know so many educators out there I talk to are like, they just, the last couple of years, have, it's been beating them down. How do you, do you have a mantra? I know we, that idea of, of keep on going, like, what kind of stuff grounds you when you're really struggling? When you, or do you, I mean, you must, right? <laughs> yeah. My man, keep my man on said, going. That ain't for the kids. That's for me. <laughs> That's for me. I'm be honest. Look, look I, I'll say this to my educators. I'm going to speak to myself, but I'm also speaking to all educators. There's nothing special about me, but there is something significant about me. And the good news is there's nothing special about any of us. But when we realize that we all have a sound, when we all realize that we all have a significance, it changes the way you look at the day. So, so I start my day, I greet my day, then I greet my day. So every day I greet my day. I greet this day with love in my heart. Because you don't think you can do this, this job without love. Like, like it, it, you, you can't. It, it will eat you up if you don't. So I want to challenge. I'm not here to really teach or preach to anybody today. I don't want to be condescending to anybody. But I want to I remind people that they have a sound. I want to remind you that you are sound. I want to remind you of why you got into teaching, because of the love. You got into music because of the love. But life has a way of separating us from that love. So I challenge folks in each and every day to take time to fall back in love with it. Find those things that, that made you hungry to get into a classroom. Find those things that made you hungry to get on your instrument and try to reconnect with that because it's in reconnecting with that that you're able to put purpose into your day. So I don't plan out my day. I put purpose in my day each and every day. And I think that's so important. And I'm not, I'm not trying to talk down to anybody today. I'm just saying that life is so challenging and so busy that it's not deep, but it feels deep because it gets so busy we lose sight of the simple things. The small things done well, stacked on top yeah. of each other, make the greatest impact. So today, I want to challenge you today to go back and find your love. I think every educator out there has it. We just, we're hit, we've been hit with so much stuff. And I will say this too. Look, I got the word band up here. And I tell my students all the time, you can't even say the word band without the word and. So why do you think that you can do this thing by yourself? My little boy, he on the whole superhero kick. I ain't never really did the comic book thing growing up. We ain't had no money for comic books. My mom was like, look, I had to draw my comic book if I wanted it, right? So I never really was big on the comic book thing. But now I'm watching with him, and it, watch this, it trips me out. These dudes, these chicks, they got superpowers. They are, they are superheroes, but they don't do it alone. Matter of fact, the only movie I saw, my man did it by himself, he died. Superman. Ain't that crazy? Like, you think Superman, if anybody was going to make it, he'd make it. But it, it challenges us to think about it. Why would we go to this thing called teaching, trying to be the Superman, trying to be yeah. the Superwoman? I need us to be the Avengers. I need us to be the Justice League. I need us to be DC Comics. This right here has given me so much life today. My day is not over. I still got about two more hours to teach. But y'all done pumped me up so much. It's just so good to talk to somebody over the age of 12. Y'all bless me. <laughs> sometimes it's not even about having an answer. It's about answering the call. So I would tell mm. educators out there, join groups such as Shameless Ploy, uh, Plug, Sound 180 Educators, that's my Facebook group. Come be a part of it. If you like the, the positivity you're catching, if you like the community, come be a part of it each and every day. We share those uplifting 
tangible uh, tools and some of those uh, transformative tools to help you create a sound 180 days of classroom instruction harmony because you can't do it by yourself. But together, life is better when we band together. So I'm going to tell you today, don't go at it alone. You got the, you got the ensemble. You got the ensemble. Yes. Yeah. I just want to say here, Kylie, who is a, an incredible thinker here in New York City, she said, beyond inspired. You, you're not alone, Kylie. We're all just, geez. Thank you. I don't know how much. Do we have a couple more minutes? Okay, Mickey, I know you got to teach. Oh, yeah, we're right? good. We're good. Okay. Yeah, so another question that I would have for you, um, our final question would be, um, a while back you said the, the playbook is my resource of choice for the modern classroom. So going off of that, why do you think that programs such as Playbook are so important in today's classroom? Hey, I'm going to be real with you. I'm 100% truthful when I say this. When I met this man, when I look, first off, y'all confused me. I went to one. He was like, my name is uh, Sam. My name is Sam. I'm like, like y'all playing games out here. Like, I'm be honest, I was low-key kind of aggravated. I'm like, y'all don't even know me like that. Why y'all joking? But my man, Tall Sam, he watching, man. Much love, man. But, but, but. Sammy, when I met y'all and, and, and I went to your, when I went to your session, like I knew I liked y'all when we played, you know, like, like everything. But when I, when I went to your session and I heard you break down, look, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to answer the question, but I got to, I got to set the stage. I got to be honest. I'm like, I'm from Louisiana. I'm like, what do these dudes know about Louisiana? I don't like when people talk about they know about New Orleans jazz. I'm like, but you knew because it wasn't, it wasn't just academic. You knew the spirit of the music. You knew, you knew the, the you, you had an appreciation or understanding of what this thing was trying to emote and communicate. You had an understanding that it's about togetherness. It's about community. It's about generational uplifting. It's about passing on this knowledge so that the next steps can be the best steps for that next generation. So as I'm listening to you, and then you also, you also broke that thing down. Like I get tired of people Oh, wait, I just lost him. Did you lose the sound tip? Music oh, differently than they treat language. Okay, you got, I'm back, I'm back. I get tired of yeah. people treating music differently than they treat language. Like if you got a toddler, I've never seen anybody give a toddler the source in the dictionary and say, let's go. I've never seen that. I've never seen them like give them worksheets. You give the toddler an opportunity to experience, to copy, to mimic. Even if they don't really understand what they're saying, we say stuff like, oh, that's good, baby. Say it again. Say, you know, and I grew up in the church, y'all. So, like, that was my jazz stage. And when you played at the church, you messed up a bunch of notes, and somebody would say, oh, bless him. Bless him. Let the Lord use you, baby. They would encourage you. I didn't realize that at the mm. time. It sounded like trash, but they would encourage you in that little, that little church. And what happened was, just like that toddler, after a while, you begin to get an understanding of what you're saying, and then you start building the knowledge. Now, fast forward to answer your question, why do so many of us treat the music differently? Why do we treat it so academic? Why is there not this, this opportunity for, to experience call and response? Why is there not more of an emphasis on listening and developing and imitating and modeling and, 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 and that, that, that repetitive nature that, that builds confidence? I don't see that in a lot of platforms. And as a performer, as a musician, I perform live with a lot of groups. I have my own band. And many times you watch these groups on the stage, they have what we call stem tracks that amplify what they're doing. And you're able to mute out certain parts and add parts. And that's how guys rehearse. And I've always said, man, that's the way to do it. But I've never seen anybody do it until mm. I met you. So between your session and then I saw the platform, I said, this is, the, this is the, the, the tool of choice because it's so intuitive. 
It's so natural. It's not forced. It's an extension of the natural nature of music that I think anybody who's not doing this is doing themselves a disservice. And let's just be clear. I'm not getting paid for this, okay? This is not, this is not a paid spokesperson. This is from my heart, man. Like, I got it up today. We got it pulled up. Mm. You know, we're we, we trying to introduce it and get it going. And I love the fact that you nice. got levels to this thing. You got the levels. So, like, like, some of these books, you go in. If you ain't already there, you'll never get it. But you meet people where they're at. So if you got the group that don't have the proper instrumentation, like I'm at right now, and I'm trying to figure out how am I going to put a show, on, uh, a show on, now I have the added luxury of having a performance track that I can customize to fit what instrumentation I, I have and most importantly what I don't have and give mm -hmm. the kids the tools to practice and listen to great outstanding musicians that they can model themselves with, that they can play along with. And finally, just like that kid on the bike, when they're ready to take them training wheels off, they can mute my man or my lady, whoever's playing, and then they can, they can fill in that gap and still get that ensemble piece because so many times kids are great in this space when they go home, the practicing's not sweet because they don't mm. feel the same sounds and energy. So y'all have hit just all the marks in this season to the point where I just feel like an educator, if they're looking for that transformative tool in this season to bolster what they're doing, and especially if you're that educator who's intimidated by jazz, you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not Mickey, I'm not Sam, you know, I, I play the flute and I definitely ain't Ron Burgundy, I ain't got the jazz flute thing happening. So y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. But anyway, somebody got me out there. They're like, I don't know how to do this. This is, this is the tool that will allow you to step in front of that class with a level of confidence and with a level of uh, just, just a level of, of competence too to where the kids buy in and you look like you know what you're talking about, even if you don't. Mm. Great. Thank you so much, Mickey. Jeez, that. Mickey, that's... Thank you. That means the world coming from you. I just want to say that. Man, it, means the really... world, it means the world to have you guys doing what you're doing. Please don't stop. The world needs it. Uh, I know sometimes things, things take time, but I think anything that's worth the time takes the time. So I just encourage y'all to keep pushing, keep pressing until everybody in the world is singing the praises of this thing and anything that I can do in this season to help be a, 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 a benefit or a partner or a, a, a brother in arms, of, of, so to speak, with you guys. I'm all in because I absolutely believe wholeheartedly in what y'all are doing. And I, I, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all more than you know. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, everyone watching, go check out Mickey's upcoming projects, his conferences, post on his Instagram at Mickey Smith Jr. and at MickeySmithJr.com. Join his group on Facebook, Sound 180 Educators. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay up to date with Playbook's Instagram. Tall Sam, Playbook I, see Jazz. I see you. <laughs> at Playbook Jazz to find out more about interviews, posts, and upcoming events. And, yes, more about Tall Sam. So um, I'm going to sign off now, but thank you so much, Mickey, for being here. It was awesome to meet you. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Until next time, guys, I want to encourage educators out there, keep on going. Remember, this thing called life, it's just the class. And the world that we live in, the world as crazy as it is, it's the classroom. So keep on going. Make your classroom sound. Make your teaching epic. And I promise you, your legacy will be significant. Find out more, MickeySmithJr.com, guys. Thank you all. Until next time. Thank you. See Thank ya. Thank you. Bye-bye.